Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Double O-T, Terrific Crab, and making his uh, return to the always? Because, D, you are always in the speed for travel. Where is he at? List some of the places D is at. Bro, all over. I mean, he could have been up up in space with Tom Cruise filming. Hey. <laughs> I mean, bro, we could have been. Like, hey, my my, hey, my favorite thing hey. is when uh when you watch the Rebellious D movie and you see him running fast and then you see all of his variants, you see all the flashes, they all running together, man. It's it's like Spider Man. The hood no way never home. comes down neither. No matter how fast he's running, the hood <laughs> never comes down. Hey, look, oh, and, and look, you, all you hear is Iris say, "Run, D." run and he starts uh, running just, jesus christ guys <laughs> bro like you know what's so crazy when i get home i start taking stuff off i feel like when d gets home he starts putting stuff on bro because hey, hey, i'm suiting up he just told the family he said hey i'm about to get to work y'all leave me alone <laughs> bro, you told, think they go in the other room and he like backflips out the window you know what i, I told uh-huh. the missus she gonna come home one day and i'm gonna be laying on the couch in the red x cosplay i was just gonna go ahead and watch <laughs> <Yeah>. the tv <laughs> Oh man, but no, but guys, today we are doing a really cool episode. And when I say guys, I'm talking to Rebellious D and Trav. This is our Halloween episode. Ooh. And Trav, he recommended that we do today's episode on a film series that has. Don't give me all the credit. I mean, I am. You're the one that suggested D, this idea. You got to take at least D, half the credit. Bro. Well, D oh, backed man. the idea, yeah, but you're the one that su- yeah, you're the one that suggested it. D, D gave me the idea because I seen, did. You give him the idea. D watched it, and I yeah, said, "Bro, I, was, I watched them all." Uh, I love the Hatchet series too. Yeah, I mean, hey, and me and Trav just went from there, right? Yep. So, and I've never seen it, and I watched it for the first time these last couple mm-hmm. of weeks to prepare for our Halloween episode. And uh, I'm, I'm ready to talk about this. I know it's been a while since we've done uh, like this sort of thing on the podcast, because most of the time we're doing interviews and whatnot. But you know what? Tonight we gave the guest the night off because <laughs> we're at. <laughs> We're at the end for the spooky season, we and uh, we just wanted to do something cool. So um, before we get into today's um, discussion, make sure that you follow us on Spotify and you rate and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a comment. Let us know why you love us. And if you don't love us, let us know why you don't love us. So that way that we can get better. So that way you can love us again. And with that being said, here's a word from our sponsor. That's right. We want to thank Golden Ink Tattoo for always sponsoring the podcast. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. You can give them a call at 757-465-1010 and book an appointment with Denise, Kitty, Jay, or their brand new tattoo artist, Kane, spelled like Kanye. Also, mentioning up leveling up banks will get you a 10% discount off your tattoo. So make sure you mention up leveling up banks to get 10% off your tattoo. All right, so the first Hatchet movie came out in 2006. Now, I want to say by this time period, I had heard about the Hatchet movie, but I always got it confused because Lindsay Lohan she did uh, a movie that was similar to Hatchet, I believe. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? It was some horror movie she was in. Lindsay Lohan in a horror right. movie. Yeah, she did a horror movie. And like that was one of the reasons why I didn't even check Hatchet out. Because I was just like, I feel like, you know, Lindsay Lohan, 
she was on top for a long time, and then it was starting to get to that point well, where she had the like, fire crotch situation, you know, the beef with Paris happened. Hilton. I'm about to look it up because I can't. I see, can't the last remember. thing I saw her in was that uh, she wasn't in one of the Hills Have Eyes movies, was she? No, no, Definitely she was in a movie not. called I Know Who Killed Me, and then there was something else that she had did too, man. I can't remember what it was called. But anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah. the Hatchet movie came out, like I said, 06. And mm-hmm. I didn't check it out. I didn't know that it had spawned two sequels. And then later on, they revived the series and then came out with a fourth one called Victor Crowley. Mm-hmm. Now, me watching it for the first time, <laughs> like I enjoyed, I enjoyed all four movies. But to rank all four of them, I enjoyed the first one and the fourth one the most out of wow. all four movies. Yeah. It's like the first one was really good because it set up Victor Crowley. I enjoyed the second and third movies too, but I just felt like they they kept on amping up the craziness, if oh, that makes any sense. And yeah. I feel like when they came out with Victor Crowley, I enjoyed that one more than the second and the third one because in my opinion, it felt it felt more like the first movie. I felt like in the second and the third movie, they were just doing too much. Even though they were doing a lot in the first and fourth movie, mm-hmm. I feel like that they were just doing way more much in the second and third way movie. Way more you, much. I, yeah, more. I, you know, I had to say it. So, I mean, I know you guys, y'all had <laughs> well, already just, seen these movies and whatnot. So, D, you want to say something? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to follow up. And, you know, this is a discussion. As you were watching these, you were kind of touching base with me. We talk almost daily. Um, almost. And it's just... I mean, there's every once in a while, you know, when it's raining out, I wonder what Banks is doing. He wonders what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. but uh, it's just that these movies, I'm glad to hear you enjoyed them. And um, I I hadn't really thought about ranking them until we came up with this discussion, but it's just kind of like, I go into these looking for the kills because it's clearly Absolutely. just kind of like, it's almost like spoof territory. It's like, you know, it's outrageous kills from beginning to end. And it's just... um. It's a fun little watch for any horror fan who who's seen it or who hasn't. I'm sure people will just enjoy it. It's just a fun little killer killer movie. People in the woods getting taken out and stuff. Trav, what are your thoughts on it, man? Yeah, I agree. A little bit of it, overview. It's about the kills, bro. It, yeah, it's, it's all about it, the kills. It's spoof comedy, mm-hmm. um, like spoof horror comedy. Yeah. To me, it for ranking wise, it went three, two, one. Victor Crawley. Three, two, Victor one. Crawley. It's like because nobody really gives a shit about this stupid storyline. So yeah, 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 um, yeah. It's all about the kills, man. And like you just said, every every movie up until Victor Crawley, and that's because the budget was so small for Victor Crawley versus because the first ones. one was very the first one wasn't successful in theaters, but it was very successful. Remember, two thousand six, Redbox was coming out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rentals were still a thing. They made a lot of money off DVD rentals and DVD sales. Yeah, you could still do the rentals. They was able to dump that into the next one and then the next one. So that's how they kept doing it. Because, like, man, the first movie, they had a budget of 1.5 million. Ain't that crazy? They only made back at the theaters Mm 208,000. That's how much they made back. And it's like, you know, I had asked D. Because, yeah. you know, of course, like I said, you know, I watched these movies, you know, back to back. Why do you guys know why um, Tamara Feldman, do you know why she didn't return back as Mary Beth and why they replaced her with uh, Daniel Harris? 
Do either one of y'all know? From I do not. From my understanding, she just didn't want to come back. She Mm. walked away. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think she knew what this was going to be. And Mm. no disrespect to her, but I have been in love with Danielle Harris like my whole life. So so ever since that Wish Upon a Star movie, right? (laughs) Hey, oh man, you know. It was a blessing in disguise, honestly, for her to come in because she is such a badass, mm-hmm. especially in number three. And I love yeah. we're jumping all over, but I love how the all f- the first three movies are straight linear. Like they literally yeah. pick up yeah. right yeah. where the last one left off. So when number three starts, that opening scene is so fire. I mean, yeah. I just I don't want to um, I want to take us back kind of to the beginning, but. To your point, Drive, they do go right after one another. And I think that's a, another point where it's easy to watch these. Yeah. Because it's I literally think. like you just put it back in. You know, you start the second one, and then you start the third one. And, and I got right the four-year time jump like Halloween. Oh, you know? easy. You know what? Hey, <laughs> I do want to say – I do want to say that I enjoyed the cameo in the third one when you saw Ben was still in the boat. Because you got to think, even though <laughs> these movies take years – apart from each other, mm-hmm. like they're still like in the movie timeline. It's like what? It's a day or two? Yeah. yeah. Cause, cause the first one goes to the second one. The second one goes to the next day. Yep. And then the third one goes to the next day as well. Cause she, she leaves she's the swamp jail. and then mm-hmm. she's in jail. And, um, to see that he was still alive and then he ends up getting killed. I was like, damn, you know, but <laughs> you know, I, one of the things that I loved about the first movie was that, it gave me those feels of an 80s horror movie. And I know Trav had said on Facebook that he likes Victor Crowley more than Jason because Jason Kane Hodder, he plays Oilers. Jason and uh, Victor Crowley. But I want to say, like, after watching these movies, I wouldn't say that I like Victor Crowley more than Jason, but I will say that Victor Crowley is definitely up there when it comes to horror icons that a lot of people really don't talk about unless... Like you're a diehard horror fan, but I feel like um, for a modern version of Jason, I mm. think Victor Crowley fits the part perfectly because you really haven't had somebody in the last decades that has you know been similar to your Jason or your Michael Myers. I mean, I know you've had the Halloween reboot, you had the um, Friday the Thirteenth reboot, but mm. those movies they really didn't deliver like the hatchet movies did in, in my opinion but um but Trav, i want to ask you because you had said that on facebook like why do you say that uh victor crowley is better than jason well because i mean let's be real the kane hodder jason movies aren't mm. that good yeah nothing against kane hodder it's like yeah. it's not his fault or anything like that but yeah. honestly i think the jason franchise isn't isn't that good anyways it's hit or miss i'll, I'll say tell that. you what Mm-hmm. It ain't. I feel like it might be above Michael Myers right now at this point after that f- horrendous Halloween. Hey, I ends, watched but, it, man, and I was just like, uh, but you know, like, well, try, well, hold on real quick. Hey, spoiler alert, Trav. So, what made you laugh? Because I messaged you, and all you sent me were skull emojis. Hold like, on, we ta- we're talking about Halloween end. All right, spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, and I know D don't. D's already yeah, seen yeah, so I'm many good. reviews yeah, on good. it from his. Yeah, I'm good. Go for it. Because, bro, they did the Spider Man pass. They did the Spider Man crowd pass with Michael Myers. Oh, <laughs> that's why you. Because I was like, <laughs> I, asked D, I was just like, why wow. did he like? What did he find funny? But it, 
I thought that you found it funny when uh, when Laurie Strode and um, Michael Myers were fighting in the kitchen because I found that funny too. It was it was funny because it's like she had she literally had this guy stabbed down to the table, two little ass knives in his hands in a fridge, lit his throat, and then like he still. I'm just like how like how same thing with like many Michael Myers. It's just like this dude stabbed himself in the neck. And then, like, he just got, he he was still alive. I'm just like, this look, doesn't make any sense, man. It's a, look, we talked about the mob banks a couple days ago. <laughs> oh, the mob. The mob, <laughs> the mob jumping him, right? But remember, he, he took out a whole squad of firefighters, too. We didn't even Bro. mention that. Yeah. It's like, how? He's, he's like, that's a whole plus, discussion. Bro. Nothing is it, that they is he, did. Is, in, that, is that Master Roshi underneath that goddamn bag? I don't Nothing know. they What's did in on? Halloween. And, uh. and, and also, too, yeah. the fact that you call him Little Michael Myers, but Corey. <laughs> Chill, the Mike. fact that Corey was getting beat oh, up by these Michael. high school kids, but then yeah, he was a adult. Michael, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Look, he didn't have the power yet, y'all. Yeah, he did. The power transfer. Yeah, and then know, he guys. tried to take over from and like and see Trav. I'm glad that we're talking about Halloween <laughs> because I I mentioned <laughs> this to D. I mentioned I mentioned this to D and all of our listeners. You know, if y'all yeah. want to. You know, reach out to us on social media at our uh, Twitter or whatnot, or send us an email. What I think happened is mm-hmm. remember when we interviewed Ken Forey and he told us the story about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where Benny originally got killed in the movie, but then test audiences, they were upset that they killed Benny off. So they reshot the movie. What I told D is, I feel like what happened is they showed this movie to test audiences. And Corey was going to become the new Michael Myers, so that way they could continue this the franchise, the series, somewhat with having somebody else portray Michael Myers. But this probably upset the people at the test audience so much that they were just like, you know what, we can't do this. We just got to kill this kid off, and we have to end it with Michael Myers versus Laurie Strode. That's what I think. But I try. I mean, like, do you think that that might be a possibility as well? No, I don't think they tested this without answers. To to be honest with you, and look. That that ending is so lame. I'm telling you right now, bro. If it would have been so sweet, if as they're about to throw this man in the grinder, if for one last quick second Michael Myers grabbed Lori Strode and brought her into the grinder with him, and you mm. kill them both off, like Ay. their Yo, showdown was crazy. so lame. Compared to this, bro, this chick went from having a full like bunker. Man, we're really getting off the rails, but she went from having a full bunker in the other two movies to now sitting down drinking her coffee, writing a book, Uh doing Halloween decorations. Uh Like none of it makes any sense. And you got you. You're not even. You didn't even mention the fact she had just lost her daughter and and son-in-law. And they had one picture. They had one picture of her in the house, and that was the only tribute they they paid to her like well, look, this is a daughter and a mother that passed away that was killed by michael myers and like she look, gets one picture the other thing i just want to mention then we can go back onto the rails are we <laughs> look is that the fact that why did he kill dr certain but he didn't kill this kid immediately bro so then he kills the kid and yeah, then he I'm comes saying, in the but, house and kills the kid yeah but i'm yeah. saying he certain he just straight curb stomped him you know what i'm saying it's like bro he, well, and, he admired him too and also, too, the kid just took his mask with ease. Why didn't they just do this? Yeah, from the he was able to you just take easily just grabbed his mask at any point in the series. Like, yeah. well, yeah. I don't like how they make him pause every time he doesn't have the mask either. It's kind of weird. I, 
I, I like, like that, uh, but it just shouldn't be easy to grab well, the mask. Like it shouldn't even be. That's a what I'm saying. They, they do it too much. He That's was what I'm he was pilot. One thing, last thing I want to say, and then uh, we we can move on. Yeah, sorry, yeah, it's like when your boy Michael Myers went into the to the grinder. They it would have been sweet to have a cameo from the dude from Good Burgers. It's like Michael Myers, the dude from you Good go Burgers. in the grind. Nah, it should it should have been Kel and Keenan. When you mess with Laurie Strode, you, you go, go in the grinder. Haddonfield, uh-huh. yeah, and that's no. the other thing too. They gathered up the whole city in a matter of what two minutes to to well, yeah, get rid of Michael Myers and like hey there weren't that many people to call Trav he took out he took <laughs> yeah, out the he whole took fire, out half the town, uh, man. The firefighters then yeah. he took out half the town I mean what's crazy is that everybody in the town isn't even going to think that Corey was the person that killed yeah, them. he took out the police too. They- they're going to think that it was Michael Myers that did it. But uh, anyway, you know what back sucks to is, I just want to oh, say this ahead. one last thing. The guy that <laughs> played Corey, Rohan Campbell, he yeah. actually was incredible. Like, yeah, he in did a good role. job. He, yeah, did a the, real, he was really good. It's just unfortunate that... The script it, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It just gets a little weird. You know, and I was yeah. I was fine with what they were doing until this stuff. It just kind of slowly went off the rails. I and just uh, I just want to say that I didn't know that his name was Rohan, but you know that's a JoJo reference <laughs> because <laughs> of what uh, if he was named after Rohan though for sure? Because I mean, he might have been. If this, I'm looking right, he he was he's only 25, so it could be a JoJo reference from his pan from his. You parents, know, D so. don't like stuff like that. <laughs> I don't D. look at me. Stop. I, I mean, I'm I, on his Wikipedia right now, and it says that he was named after. The Rohan from this JoJo's guy. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't Trav, say that, I mean, but I'm going to edit that in there. Like his parents were. Yeah, fans you should edit it in yeah, there. Just see yeah, if it he, stays. He, Trav, he's been doing stuff like that for years. He's a troll. <laughs> I've been ice skating up here for a long time. But anyway, back to Hatchet though. So another thing that I really liked yes. about the movie is how you had um, the one guy play uh, uh, Perry Perry Sheen. I like that he played. Mm-hmm. Multiple, well, not multiple, but he played different characters in each movie, but it was the same actor, and I thought that that was really cool. I, I liked in the second movie he was looking for his brother, but then in the third movie he was just a completely different person. The, the yeah. third one's the best because he's the paramedic, and yeah. he comes in, and they they make the joke like, "Hey, this this other guy that got killed looks just like you. All Asians look alike," and it plays yeah. on because pretty much Adam Green plays on the tropes of casting problems yeah in yeah. hollywood in general throughout this whole series yeah so yeah but i, I mean i say i i thought that he was gonna die in victor crowley but i was surprised to see that he survived again mm-hmm. and then you know we get that mid-credits scene at the That's end right. that shows that mary Beth, she was just like i've been waiting for this dude and uh I don't want to say what she actually said because we are PG thirteen, but um, <laughs> but no, and so that right there just makes me believe that they are gonna have a sequel to Victor Crowley because I mean, like, how do you take him out now? Because in the third movie, the uh, she poured the father's ashes on him. Well, she yep. threw it at him. Right. So it's just like, how do you kill somebody that can't die? And you know, also too, I want to say rest in peace to your boy uh, Dylan. You know, Dave Sarandon, if you don't know who that is, he mm-hmm. played uh, Goofy <laughs> and Scary Movie. Hey. Um, I thought, I like that ended, man. I was just like, did he really have to do that? Bro, like, he, he, ha- he could have drop kicked him. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? there's so many things she could have done. That he was just like, he said, he said, I would have had your babies, and then he just ran into. <laughs> so I was just funny. like, okay, that was funny. I, there was some funny stuff in in uh, Victor Crowley, but I feel like Victor Crowley they they tried to make it a little bit more serious, even though it still had its funny moments in yeah, it. Yeah, Victor Crowley but, just didn't have the death, the death, the gory factor yeah, that. Yeah, when you yeah. amp it up so much in two and three that it gets to this crazy level. Yeah. You know, and maybe they did that on purpose. Hey man, we got to scale it back down, you know, and take it back to basics. I guess. Yeah, I mean, keep it loose. The, the depth hole. I mean, it's just very fun. I mean, it's a fun horror movie. I wanted to ask how do you, who was y'all's favorite? Uh, I guess, um, I don't want to say cameo, but who was your favorite throughout the cast of, you know, Candyman and Tony Todd and things like that. Kane Hodder's in this. Uh, Robert England. How'd y'all feel about them getting some names like that for this project? I thought it was pretty cool. And I think it's cool that you had Kane Hodder, who played Jason. Yeah. You have Robert England, that was Freddy. Yep. And then you had Tony Todd, that's Candyman. Okay. It's just like, those are the forefathers when it comes to classic horror movies. For sure. Now, I... I wonder why they didn't get, uh, you know, one of the actors who played Michael Myers to be in this movie. They did. In the beginning of three, they got Tyler Maine, who plays Michael Myers yeah, in the Rob Zombie sure Halloweens. Hold on, Tyler Maine was in the third? Who who was he in uh, He's the, the hunter third? at the beginning of the third one when they're hunting. I'm trying to think back. In the third one when they're hunting in the woods? I don't remember. Yeah, it's, at the, ver- it's at the beginning. So, so he's only in it, you know five minutes or whatever but yeah he played uh rob zombies michael myers so i know that are you i'm looking at the cast for the third do you mean victor crowley he was at the start of victor crowley because i'm, I'm looking at the oh cast. it might have been victor crowley yeah, yeah. Instead of three it might have been victor crowley yeah yeah mm-hmm. tyler main oh yeah. so that dang i didn't even recognize that that was him because he, well, was he's we- he wears the mask in halloween oh, kind of yeah. like how they mm-hmm. have um derek mears and there and like you know when he's in hills have eyes he's all disformed and disfigured and then of course when he's jason in the friday the 13th reboot you know he's got the mask on and then in swamp thing he just plays swamp thing he doesn't play swamp thing before he turns in the swamp thing so you still don't see what he looks like so yeah yeah i thought that uh it's just it's crazy man because it's like the the cop he was just like yeah we need to call the army here and whatnot and he's just like nah we don't need to call the army here <laughs> i'm just like come on man like you saw exactly what happened to his ass he got chopped up i'm just uh-huh. like come on <laughs> but I thought uh, it was, yeah no no I, go ahead d i thought this was a fun level of spoof movie because you already knew half these uh these characters because that's exactly what they are won't getting up out of there and uh thanks there was a couple scenes Early on, I think you were watching Hatchet One. You were like, "Why are these people doing this kind of stuff out in the woods?" And they know, yeah, <laughs> like, the, like the uh, the one dude. Um, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> when I'm looking it up, his friend. What was what was Ben's friend's name? Oh, uh, you're talking about Marcus Kenny from uh, Ma- yeah, he Cosby's? was on the pair. Yeah, Dion <laughs> Richmond. He was he was on he was on Sister Sister too, and uh-huh. he was the, he was in um not another team movie and like uh, that's whack. And he was Van Wilder. He was also in Van Wilder. Yeah, uh-huh. Like my guy? whole thing is is that if y'all are being chased by a monster, <laughs> why are y'all gonna stop to catch y'all, bro? I'm just like there was no reason that he should have died. Like if they would have just kept running, and then the same thing like with the uh the one girl. 
it's like they were trying to lure out Victor Crowley. Why? Like y'all already know what this guy has been doing. Why are y'all leaving her by herself? Why was she by herself? They do that all the time. And um, I, it, we was talking about the thing just a couple weeks yeah. ago. I just watched the thing again, like last week. And every time I watch it, I'm like, bro, why they keep splitting up? Every time I'm like, bro, well, that's stop a, splitting up. That's a stick together. Trope. I mean, that oh yeah, for just, sure. It's definitely a horror you, movie trope. Like, like when you split up, like Scream is a prime example. These people and Scream, I think, was it Scream Two? I think when they're at the house and then they're wondering, oh, like with Roman, and is that three? That's three. Yeah, th- three is the one you're talking. Yeah, about. I'm, but I'm Yo. like, dude, just if everybody just goes in the house together and stays together, you together. Know yeah, exactly. it's impossible. <laughs> we I we mean, can solve this problem. I mean, real those, kill, yeah, right those killers, now. they're none of them are efficient. <laughs> they can't fight. They get knocked out all the time, and it's just like you know, it's just one of those things you gotta. You got to ride with when it comes to horror uh, movies, bro. So you want to know what's crazy? Like, yeah. I, I just watched uh, the Adams Family movie recently. Yeah, she's yeah. in it. Yeah, I didn't know that that Mercedes, oh, not Mercedes, Misty, was Amanda Bachman from the Adams Family yeah. movie. Yeah, like, that's mm-hmm. that's crazy. That is crazy, man. But I want to go back to Dee's question, asking me who, like, what my favorite cameo character yeah. was. It's definitely having Q from Impractical Jokers and Victor Crawley. Because yeah. oh, yeah, a lot of people may not know, but Q is a huge horror head. And when Adam Green found out that he was a huge fan of the Hatchet series, he wrote him into the film. Mm. And I'm like, bro, that's so cool that he wrote this man into the film and then he got to come in and play such a quirky kind of character and his death was funny and yeah, it, you yeah, know yeah. he sticks his head out and he slices off just the top and then the top falls on his girlfriend's face i mean first off the practical joker shout out to those guys because they're absolutely hilarious mm-hmm. you got your boy uh what's his name is it Murr who looks Murr. like goddamn quagmire yeah, Murr looking like, uh, they uh-huh. say he looks like a uh, uh, ferret. <laughs> yeah, man, it's too bad, man. I think that we probably would have been some good candidates to appear on the Sabrina show if she didn't die. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is crazy. Uh, your well, maybe boy we can be Ant- on Riverdale. You know, it's the same yeah. universe. <laughs> come on to Riverdale. No, or? I'm talking about the Sabrina show on uh, in the movie and Victor Crowley. Oh, and Victor Crowley. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she got killed. Bro, but- I thought you were talking about Sabrina the Witch. Nah, nah, but... It's it's crazy how uh, one of the things that I found funny in Victor mm-hmm. Crowley was when Andrew Young was uh, signing the books and stuff, uh-huh. and then the one girl comes in and she's like, "Yeah, can you make this one out to me?" And then make this one out to my dad, and then the dude comes up to the table. He's like, "Yeah, can you sign my?" And he's like, "I'm not going to do that." And she was like, and "He was just like, what? Are you homophobic? I mean, you signed that girl's." <laughs> Like, you're not going <laughs> to try to please uh, blur about the stuff that I said. Oh, for but sure. I, but there, there's a funny backstory on that because that wasn't in the script. It was his idea for him to actually put his penis on the book. Andrew, uh, what, Perry, Perry Shen? Yeah, Perry Shen want, was like, hey, why don't we actually have him whip it out and put it on the book? So when fans saw that, it became a thing that fans were doing, kind of like a drinking game. Hold on. Explain this. Like, whenever they would do a viewing, people would whip out their junk and put it on a book. I'm just shaking my head. Like, who? Yeah, that's all I can say, D. Yikes. Like, who? (laughs) I've never, I've never heard of uh, 
stat before. Um, yeah. Crab, I don't know where you sometimes got this information you gotta put on, from. Crab, have you, you ever done? Have you know you what Kevin? You know what Kevin Hart said. He said sometimes you gotta put that thing out. Oh, let them know what you're working with. God. Yikes! But um, I want to know, guys. Like, yeah, would you want to see a sequel to Victor Crowley? And if they did come out with a sequel, yeah, it's already been confirmed too. Oh, well, they, oh, it is. I, well, At least Danielle like, well, Harris has already. Well, confirmed. I, I looked it up. I looked it up, and they said that it's she confirmed it, but nothing has happened yet. Well, you got to think. Victor Crowley was recorded in secret, like no fans knew, and then they premiered it at like uh, you know when like bands will do like a secret show, they'll go disguised as something else. Mm. Yeah. So he did like a screening of some BS movie and people showed up and it was really Victor Crowley. And he was like, we did a fourth hatchet movie. So don't be shocked if this thing just comes out randomly and we didn't even know they were filming it because Mm. that's kind of Adam Green's thing He's very secretive for all the scripts. Everybody had like their own scripts with watermarks. So if something leaked, he would know who leaked it. And they had like different, scenes and stuff that were never going to be in the movie just to throw people yeah. off and nobody had the ending of the movie until they got on set to film so none of the actors uh, even knew what the ending of the movie was going to be so that's kind of adam green's thing okay well i mean it's, just, it's similar to uh pearl because pearl yep. was shot with x and then that's the reason why it mm. came out so fast because why x came out what may Sometime in the spring. Yes, definitely. I I, th- I thought it was more like March, but maybe it was May. I think it was like sometime in the spring. But still, that- to drop two movies in the same year is pretty pretty crazy. Well, when you film them together, yeah. But I mean, even Lord of the Rings, they shot all three together, and you know, once a year they dropped those. So by the time that third are- one dropped, they filmed it four years ago. Yeah, yeah X came out in Rings. March. Okay, it came yeah, out in March. March, and then yeah, then Pearl came out in uh, I think September. September, but yeah, I mean, like yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing a sequel to Victor Crowley and just seeing where they go with it, and if uh, they're gonna finally kill off Andrew Young, and if they're <laughs> gonna kill off Mary Beth. I mean, I I just want to know like what's gonna happen next. I mean, who? Well, she's gonna go to the swamp again to try and kill him, but who's she gonna take with him? Like, and it's I thought it was funny that. Andrew had went back to the swamp because he was promised like a million dollars to yeah. go there. And like Sabrina was just like, do you really think that you was going to get a million dollars? Like we've had people on our show. Actual 9-11 firefighters. Yeah, 9-11 <laughs> firefighters and stuff. And it's just like, you were only going to get paid 25000 and that was it. Mm-hmm. I wonder why his, uh, his publicist lied to him about that. That's what she does. And that's that's another cameo too, cause and this is a movie that I really want to show you clips from. But she's from Sleepaway Camp, mm-hmm. uh, another great '80s campy slasher. That's ridiculous. Tell them to check it out. Hey, if you so haven't good. seen it, pause the podcast and go check it out. It's something you gotta see. And I Banks, think you I'm can watch sure it for free it, on Amazon. Yep, I th- it's it's definectly somewhere. So Tubi, Amazon, you know whatever. Tubi. Check it out. Find it. Banks, have you ever seen Sleepaway Camp since we're here? No, I haven't. I you haven't. should definitely watch it. That end twist will get you every time. Right, Trap? Every, every time. And they, unlike Hatchet, they get worse as they come out. Oh, so yeah, like, for sure. 
they those ones kind of start to go. And once you get to like Sleepaway Camp three, you're like, yeah, just okay. kind of watch the first one. Yeah, right? stay away from that other stuff. So look, right, I'm looking and I see yeah. that uh, Sean Ashmore was in the second movie. I don't remember seeing him. He had a cameo. Do y'all remember seeing Sean Ashmore? Bro, there's so many cameos. Like it's yeah, hard I mean, to remember. Yeah. You know the big ones that are. Oh, all you know what? Console. That's right. So he's you're right. You're right. Once I looked up the guy's name and saw that it was Ice from X-Men. Yeah. So Adam Green had filmed this movie called Frozen with yeah. him. And what they did was at the beginning, when they you know when they go to like the store type thing? He's yeah. He's in there with the news complaining about the um the ski place cuz essentially frozen is they get stuck on a airlift yeah. overnight and they leave them. So oh, it, it's got like news exactly coverage. But realistically he dies in that movie anyway. So like it's it's just a little fun little thing that happens. Uh, kind of thing. Yeah. It's but just yeah, like it's how his character from that back. movie. Yeah. So is Michael is Michael like Victor Crowley then? If he always comes back, he could. Be. Michael, or, or is Victor Crowley like Michael? Michael uh, said, "I've never." Hey, what came first, the chicken or the egg, sir? Hey, you know, Michael you and know. Crowley. You know what I'm saying? So let me ask y'all this: um, Go for it. Rating the Hatchet series as a whole, starting with UD. Like, what would you rate it overall? Um, just because it's an enjoyable, as long as you're not coming into this taking it serious. You, there's no reason to give it anything to me less than me personally. I give the hatchet as a whole, I'll probably give it a nine out of 10. It's just something goofy. I like watching, you know, it's, it's like a adult version of Ernest scares stupid to me. <laughs> Cause it's like, you don't, you don't take Absolutely. either one of those. Movies I didn't even serious. think about that. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's running around taking the God, the trolls out with the goddamn milk. Well, Victor Crowley, you need his dad's ass. So That's I'm giving this. Right. Me personally, I give it a nine out of ten. I don't see as long as you're in this to have fun with it and check out Easter eggs and cameos, then I don't mm -hmm. understand it. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. What Brad? about you, Traff? Yeah, the series as a whole, I I believe the highest ranking I had was a four star, so an eight out of ten. But you know, if I'm goofing off and being silly, I mean this move this is a perfect, like funny movie, you know. Yeah, who's taking it serious? Who's taking it serious? Yeah, exactly. Really? And I love it too, because it's like, you know, in the screen movies when they watch the horror movies and everybody gets excited oh, over the kill. That's what yeah. this movie is. Like, you just get excited over the silliness of the kills and how they're over the top gory. Just insanely over the top gory. Especially mm -hmm. that opening scene and the third one when Victor Crowley comes back alive, but he falls back down on the chainsaw. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, and she's drenched, bro, in blood. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, if you're into slashers like this, I mean, I don't see anybody not enjoying this film. This okay. Series. All right. Uh, for me, I would give it, I'd give it a nine out of 10 because I enjoyed it. I didn't have any complaints about it. And, you know, like sometimes you watch horror movies and, you know, some like like how we were just talking about with Halloween ends. It's like I felt like this movie was just stupid fun. I, I highly recommend it. Watch it in uh, the order that they all came out. And uh, I feel like that this can be added to like the yearly Halloween oh, yeah. uh, movie watches. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't oh, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't say that this is something that you can watch all year round because I mean, I'm the same oh, way I when can. it comes. It's, I'm the same. Well, certain horror movies I feel like you can watch all year round, but then there's some 
like like Friday the Thirteenth, for example. Like I usually only watch those movies. The around. original. The, the original. I'm just talking about the series as oh, a okay. in, in general. Personally. I usually I usually just only watch it around October because it, it feels right. Same thing with Halloween. Same thing with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's like I like they, to watch that stuff when it's rainy out and nasty. I'm more likely to put on a slasher, especially a classic like those. But yeah, like to Banks' credit, like yeah, it, it, the the mood's got to be right for me to watch. Yeah, exactly. Certainly, and movies. I, it's, but bro, it's the same thing with the thing. The thing is one of my favorite horror movies of all time, and like I only watch it in October. Like I, it's oh, it's, it's, it's kind of I don't know, man. I've, I've just always been one of those type of people. Just like uh, when I was younger, uh, every summer I used to always play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas because. It's like you're out of the school. You can play and the I game for you. as long as you want, mm-hmm. and you don't have any bedtime or anything like that. So I, I remember, you know, long nights just driving around in San Andreas doing stupid stuff. Long nights. And yeah, bro. <laughs> like, that's how I used to be back in the day. But, yeah, like I said, I give it a 9 out of 10. Highly recommended. And uh, to all of our listeners, make sure that y'all check it out and uh, let us know what y'all think about it. You can contact us on our social medias. And, uh, you know, since we're here at the end of the episode, I mean, normally D usually asks his wrap up question what is something spooky or whatnot that, well, here. Uh, that I scares you. Sp- but, you know, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm change it up. I'm going to change ahead, it up since we don't have a guest that, you know, that you would ask that question to. I'm going to ask, uh, starting with you, Trav, since we're, this is our Halloween episode, what is something that scared you when you were a kid during the spooky season during the spooky season during the spooky season yes i mean there's really nothing that scared me during specifically during the spooky season except for whatever movies i was watching i mean again freddie traumatized me as a child and i had to sleep with a nightlight for many many years because Freddie just traumatized me. Mm, and that's why he's the goat. That's why Freddie's the goat, baby. Okay. All right. D? Uh, I think I've uh, I've talked a lot about the uh, my buddy that my grandma my had. You know, I brought that up on the podcast. Um, I think it was during our Joshua Seth episode, actually. Because mm-hmm. um, I believe he asked me the question. And... Uh, yeah, it was just kind of spooky, you know, Banks very well that I lived across the street from a humongous forest my whole, you know, childhood, basically. So it's like, at night, you know, you can't help but let your mind wander as yeah. a kid. Especially when Blair Witch came out. Yeah, uh-huh. just wandering what could be out there, you know, it's just it's just how it goes. <laughs> Dean used Banks, to look across the street, and, and then he you saw somebody in a trench coat. I mean, <laughs> he saw the trench coat blowing nah, in the Pennywise going like this. Ooh. Oh, you know, man. So you never know, but Banks... Uh, for, for me, for me, my aunt, she used to always take us uh, every Halloween because my mom, she usually had to work. Uh, she worked in the mall. So I will say that one of the cool things about working in the mall during Halloween when my aunt used to take us up there is like all of the stores had candy and you could just walk around, get candy. There was even this one uh, comic book store in the mall. They used to give out free comics. That's how I had found out about Spider-Man 2099. I didn't even know who Spider-Man 2099 was until like I went to that comic book store in Pembroke Mall. But um, it was just one Halloween before my mom, my sorry, not my mom, my aunt took us up to the mall. We went trick-or-treating around the neighborhood around Pembroke Mall. 
And we had went to this one house, and I remember we had all walked up to the porch. The lady, she was just sitting outside on the porch and whatnot. And we all got our candy and whatnot. And like there was this figure that was just standing on the porch. And I thought <laughs> that it was just uh what it like uh not not an animatronic, but uh what is it called? Like uh what like a uh, a decoration? Not a decoration. What what would it be called? Like like the Michael Myers that you see in Party City. Like Are statue? those called decor? Yeah, like a yeah, I thought it was like a, a Halloween statue, you know? So you know, we're all standing there and whatnot, and, like, this thing was scary. And yeah. all of a sudden, like, this thing, like, he he came after us. Yo, that was the fastest that I had ever ran. Like, I <laughs> ran around the court. Like, my aunt, my aunt had to come searching for me because... I look, man. I thought they was all dead. I left my brother behind. I left my co- I left my cousins behind because I wasn't gonna get killed. And um, yeah, I found out that it it was just somebody in a costume. But I'll always remember that. Man. That in the time that uh, she took us. This isn't a scary moment, but this is one to uh, end the episode on a funny note. Um, she had took us to Bayside Middle School because they were having like a Halloween uh, dance over there. And I'll always remember I was wearing my Mighty Morphin Power Rangers costume and I ended up leaving with a white family. And I thought that they were just taking me out to the car to get some candy. And like when they when I had pulled my mask off, like they was just like, hold on, you're not so and so, whoever so and so was. And I was just like, I thought y'all was giving me some candy. So I, I went with them. My man almost yeah. got, you know, doped up. God, I was gonna say he got was got trafficked. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, uh, he should have been looking for Jamie Lee Curtis. What I'm thinking about. I, I, I do. I wanted to ask this earlier, but I'm gonna ask it now, and I'm gonna say my answer first, so y'all have a little bit of time to think. But mm. what is one horror remake that you think is better than the original? Oof. And I'm a. There's two specifically that come to mind for me, and okay. I don't care. I Okay, no I don't care what anybody says. The It remake. I'm not talking about Chapter 2. I'm just talking about that first It remake. The first. Okay. Yeah. That's a fair one. It That's blows. One. The other I It actually... is cool. And I know going into it, we were like, how is Bill Skarsgård going to live up to Tim Curry? Well, I However, think they did enough, to be honest, Trav. Bro, he did more than enough. Just, just not, not necessarily just him, but the directive direction of the movie did enough. Like oh, you get so to good. see Georgie's arm taken off the buildup and just, I think it's a, a clear example. I love your pick, but it's just a clear example of how technology has pushed things forward. Just like things you couldn't do back then with Tim Kerr's, you know yeah. what I'm saying? With the TV and it was a TV special. I don't know how much that had an effect on how they well, shot. Stephen it King's got a lot of really good TV specials and all. Fans. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. He's been so, doing it for years now, but right. I love your answer. Continue. I'm sorry. But no, I'll, I'll just say one of them. Two came to mind, but I'll say it. You got yours, D? Yeah, I would say the, um, what was that, 2000, 2009, Friday the 13th with Jared Padalecki. See, that, hey, I look, that's the, really, yeah. I'm sorry, that's the reason why me and D are Tiger and Buddy. Oh, because sure. I was going to say the exact same uh, thing, right? but go but ahead, I mean, D. When you think about it, because the, the, the Friday, the um, Nightmare on Elm Street was pretty bad with goddamn oh, Warshack. It's god awful. Yeah, and it's just too much CGI. But that one, I actually felt like I really enjoyed the kills in the movie. Mm-hmm. I really liked the uh, the cast for the movie. And I just, it was pretty sweet. You know, that opening, you know, her um, 
Dude gets his, his leg caught in a damn bear trap. He had mm-hmm. a little bit of speed. It, it just looked very good. The tunnel system with the bells. Yeah. And answers the yeah. question of how Jason's yes, always sir. there. And, yep. bro, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. And I've always said this publicly. Mm-hmm. The original Friday the 13th sucks. It's not dude. that good. It's not a good movie. The second one been is good. better. It may have been good back then. Yeah, but it doesn't it, it doesn't hold up to the test of time like Halloween does. The one thing I'll say about the original that always gets people as a trivia question, who was the killer in the first Friday the 13th yeah. movie? And I think that that twist really helps it, especially as someone like when we saw Friday the 13th, we were probably like, bro, they already had like six out. Seven, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean? So it's like it was a great trivia question for us then. And even now, for like, this is something we'll be able to help ask our kids, Trav. Like, who was do, the killer in the first? You do know, you re- just, do y'all remember when you found out that Jason wasn't the killer in the first one? I was probably uh, around. I was a teenager, so, yeah, but you don't remember like 14, what 15. moment? Well, I, okay, so the first time I watched Friday the Thirteenth, I actually, only got up to the part where uh, where the counselors had arrived to the camp. Right, and mm-hmm. I had watched the movie later on in life, but I had already found out that he wasn't in the first movie. Yeah. Like he comes back in the second movie, and mm-hmm. that's why I had said with Victor Crowley, I think it's interesting, like how you find out about like how Victor Crowley became to be because uh, his dad, uh, dying wife, had put a, a curse on the woman that he was having an affair with. Mm-hmm. So. Like, that's the reason why, you know, voodoo magic and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he was able to come back. Whereas with Jason, it was never really explained, like, how he came back. It's like the camp counselors, they ended up uh, causing him to to die because they weren't checking on him. They weren't paying attention and whatnot. But, like, how did he come back? Like, there was no magic or anything that brought Jason back to life. It's kind of weird how the beginning of the Friday the 13th series, um... It's not explained, but later on in movies, it's electricity that all his brains are. Right, yeah, yeah. In the one, um, in the Jason water. takes the electricity like Pikachu. Yeah, he gets brought back by the electricity, right. and then um, the one where uh, Tommy Jarvis is in the uh, graveyard. Right, they gonna make Tommy's sure the best character in. I mean, he Friday was sweet 13th, in that movie, man. They nerfed his ass too, bro. The, but, um, the mask that he was making is fire. Yeah, but it's just the one thing. The moment I can't say it's when I remembered it because that's not true, but. The thing that made it more conscious to me is watching Scream and it being a Halloween staple for me. And it's one of the trivia questions that he asked her. That's, in the first that, movie. that's how I found out. Yeah, that's, was that's when like, he asked Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's exactly how I found out because I had never seen the original up until that point. I don't even know if I had seen a full Friday the 13th movie. Oh, I just for a long time, Jason it's just pieces, was. you know, because. Yeah. As a kid, you know, it's just like you're not concerned with the TV so much, I guess, right, is maybe sure. what it was. And it's just like when it was on, you don't know when it's going to be on. There was no streaming services for us back then. Yeah. All that yeah. shit. Now you can just put it on and watch it. But then it was like catching when it's on. You had to catch it on TV. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, hey, no, you had to catch it on the TV guide. You know That's what I'm right. saying? That's right. Y'all, right. y'all younger people, viewers don't know what that is, but huh? we know. But, but yeah, to piggyback off of what D was saying, like yeah. I really enjoyed the 2009 Friday the 13th remake. And I really wish that, I believe uh, Merrimax, they're the ones that have the right, or they had the rights to the Friday the 13th series. I think that that movie could have got a a pretty good sequel because I thought they did a really good job 
it was cool seeing Jensen at not Jensen Ackles, um, Jared Padalecki. I thought I thought I thought that he did a really good job being the guy in the movie. And honestly, I feel like he doesn't really get a lot of uh, respect when it comes to like horror movie stuff because he's been in a lot of horror. Yeah, he was in sure. the hill. Is it the Hills Have Eyes that he was in? No, House no. of Wax. Yeah, he was in House, House of Wax. Of he yeah. was in he was in uh, Friday the Thirteenth. I and mean, same thing with Jensen Ackles. He he did the My Bloody Valentine remake. Yeah, they're and, both really good. Yeah. Know? So I, it's like I I would love honestly I I feel not I feel but I wish that he wouldn't have did the Walker series and he would have just returned to like doing horror movies because I think that he's a good actor and he's a he's a cool person. Yeah, I think too. I think they he's get overshadowed cool. to your credit banks because you know. Nobody's going to turn down a, a TV series with that much run and popularity. You know, it's just what yeah. if, you know. But um, I think that they both did good in their time on the big screen when they were there. Sure, they did. Damn for right. The, I, for the opportunities that they got, like, I think that they both did a really good job. Yeah, and sure. uh And hopefully, I mean, you know, you got the Winchesters on TV now. Mm. Maybe we'll see what happens mm. next. But uh, mm -hmm. with that being said, yep. we're here at the end of the uh, interview. And uh, Brian, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they can find you at in social media land. That's right. I am on the Instagram at ZK Audio. I'm on the Twitter at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K. I'm also on Letterboxd, ranking and rating my daily movie sure. watches. D, what kind of multiverse we running into? You can find me as always at Rebellious Double Underscore D23 Instagram.com. And thanks. Victor Crowley coming back out of them woods. If, if, if they need a hero who ain't gonna get slashed up and blown up, where can they find one? Hey, you can find me at Hero Benjamin Banks at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can find me on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this brand new episode. Make sure that you follow all the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. That's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure that you follow our YouTube page. Not follow, but subscribe to it. And that is at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And we also have a Patreon. If you're feeling generous and love to donate to us, it is at Leveling Up Bank. Thank you to our patrons who help donate to us because if you guys were able to put candy outside on the porch <laughs> and make sure that the lights are on so that way that uh, people won't run for their lives like I did when I was a kid. So uh, with that being said, hey, happy hold on, Halloween. hold on, hold on. PSA announcement. Make sure you let people know. Don't be like Banks and just follow a family to the to the van, to the car, thinking they're going to give you candy. Well, bro, in this day candy. and age, yeah. this they ain't giving you candy. Hey, Travis, that was, hey, Travis, that was, that, that was the... That was the 90s, man. So it was, uh, yeah, it, it, even though the 90s were crazy, it was way more lax back then. But yeah, you talk about the height of serial killers, way I more mean, lax. Yeah, no, whoa. thank you. I mean, him, stay Virginia, away from vans. Yeah, stay away from, stay away from vans and stay away from black phones. But yeah, <laughs> happy Halloween. <laughs> stay safe. Keep that pinky up. We'll see you next time on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Peace. <laughs>